Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Back Porch Writer Podcast. The show for writers, about writers, and writing. It's live, fun, and informative. Each week, I chat with writers, editors, and industry pros to give you and me a heads up about this whole new awesome publishing world. Back Porch Writer is about creating the life that you want through writing and publishing. Are you ready to tap submit? Let's explore the possibilities together. Welcome to Back Porch Writer. Welcome to Back Porch Writer, the show for writers, about writers, and writing. I'm your host, Corey Miller, and today is June 21st, 2016, and it's shaping up to be a gorgeous day outside. Our heat wave, major heat wave, seems to have passed. We've had a few storms, had one last night, so there's a, a bit of rain, but that will not stop me from getting outside and getting some work done. There's lots to do and a little time to get it done, so I've got to get out there. So today we are going to be talking with Jin Okubo, I hope I am pronouncing his name correctly, he can correct me when he gets on the show, um, about why male romance authors are so rare, because they are indeed rare. But before he comes on, let me just let you know real quick, Honoré Quarter is coming on to the program next Tuesday, so be sure to look her up if you're not familiar with her name. She does a lot of coaching and speaking and I can't even remember at this point how many books she's written. Um, been on other podcasts like the Sell More Book Show. She's, I think, been on self-publishing roundtable. She's just been all over the place, lots of different shows, podcasts. And she is, in fact, she's been on Indie Author Hour. I almost forgot. A couple weeks back, she was on Indie Author Hour. And now she's coming on to the Back Portrayer Show next week. So be sure to check out that show at 930 Central Daylight Time in the morning if you can't. All the shows are always available in the archives, and you can get them via iTunes, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn Radio, pretty much everywhere. So be sure to check out the, the backlog of shows because I've had some amazing people come on and share their wisdom. And some of them are marketing experts. Some of them are PR experts. Some of them are branding experts. And, and then, of course, authors. And so go back, listen to some of the archives, get a little bit of wisdom from those individuals. As far as openings for the show, there are, I believe, two openings in August. Those are the um, soonest you'll be able to get onto the show. And then everything else I think is pretty much wide open from September to December. You'll just have to check. And as I've mentioned a week or so ago, there may be some adjustments scheduling-wise and doing a combination of live and pre-recorded shows because I am anticipating going into graduate school soon. And so that may necessitate a slight change in how I'm doing the Back Porch Writer Show. It's already uh, forcing a change on my Womanly Art program right now. Uh, Women in the Art of Self-Defense, which is in a small hiatus at the moment as I deal with getting ready for graduate school and, and preparing for tests and things like that. So that's kind of what's going on in my area of the world. Hope all is well with you. Without further ado, let's bring Jin on to the Back Porch Writer program. Welcome to Back Porch Writer, Jin. How are you? Hello. Um, I'm fine. Um, 
it's nice and almost midnight here in Japan. And yes, my name is Jin Okubo. Um, you pronounced it right. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> I hate it when I don't pronounce things correctly for people. <laughs> well, the the name sounds... The, the mistakes that I've heard with my name have only been Jim, and it's actually Jin with an N, not with an M, so that makes it a little bit easier for people, I think. Yeah, that one didn't mess me up at all. <laughs> it's the last name I was, I was struggling with. Like, oh, I don't want to mess up, I don't want to mess up. Okay, so then you are a romance author, which is one of the reasons why we're talking about males and romance and all that jazz. Yes. Uh, so my my very first question for you is why did you decide to to write romance? Ooh, that's actually a very interesting question, and it has to go back to my fantasy series, um, which I just re- released again. Um, and during when I was writing my fantasy series, it had it had a couple of um, permutations, let's say. Um, one of them was that it originally started as a diatribe of a heartbroken man in living in a big city and it matured into this huge fantasy with a love triangle and um the the females the main protagonist in the story um then when when that was put on on hiatus because i i signed a contract with a publishing company and they went nothing with it for a couple of years and i got my i just got it back um while I, while it was on hiatus i was like if they're not going to be selling my book I don't want to keep writing it um, just to let it stagnate and be forced into another contract, and then just I'll never get my books back. So I decided to not write anything. Um, but, of course, being an author, I can't keep my word when it comes to not write anything. Um, so what I did was I, I sat down thinking, and I was like, I want to write about a relationship and not not the floofy, everything goes happy in the end relationship. And that's what got me into it. When I sit there, when I sat there, going, I, how as a man, how do I deal with a relationship that I'm in? Um, what relationships have I been in? And do these romances that are out there speak to me? And none of them actually did. So I ended up going the the route of writing about a man's views on a relationship and how he dealt with them. And that got me into the whole genre. Um, what I didn't realize when I got into the genre was that there aren't that many men out there who openly say they are romance writers. And I was, I didn't know that was a bad thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> that that makes sense. There, <laughs> I did a little research to find out and, and I, by a little, I mean, it was really quick that I did this yesterday, I was trying to figure out, you know, how many romance authors are there? And so many of them, as you're sort of alluding to, write under pen names. <laughs> they have a pseudonym. Yeah. And, yeah. and it makes you wonder, why, why? Why aren't they, I don't know if accepted is the best way to express this or not, but why are the men not as, as accepted for writing romance as the women? What do you think? See, and I think it has to do with um, – with, almost like a reverse kind of sexism um, in a way. And I'm not talking about sexism at, like in trying to deny people, but more in the view that men don't really have the emotional concept, you know, because in the movies and the way we're portrayed in society, you know, men aren't supposed to be emotional. And that affects the view on, on a lot of men. 
and it makes us feel like, well, we we can't have these emotions. We can't express them correctly. And in a way, that locks us out of many things. The other one is there's so many male-dominated fields that we get this whole view of, well, men shouldn't come into romance because it's, you know, women deserve something as well kind of mentality. And I've joined, I've tried to join a bunch of groups about for romance writers on Facebook and some groups on across the net. And I've been denied just because it says we'll not accept men, you know, <laughs> and I'm thinking, why, <laughs> uh, you know, what's wrong with, you know, I, I wrote a romance, what's wrong with it? And why do we have to segregate this way? And I was talking to one of my friends, Angela, um, and she told me, yes, she knows some men who are romance writers, but they can never, you know, they can never write under their own name. And she was actually impressed that I was writing under my, my own name. And I, for me, I was more, oh, I thought we all just put our names on the stories and, you know, <laughs> wasn't seeing it as a big downside. Right. Right. You know, it's interesting. It's a similar thing on the mystery side, mystery, mystery thriller side, which is what I write. Um, it's been a male-dominated field, or it has been for many, many years, and so much so that women who were writing it would write under a pseudonym, or they'd use their initials and their last name. So it would have been common to say K.D. Miller instead of Corey D. Miller. I went with my name partly because I like my name, and it's sort of gender neutral <laughs> my name yeah so it's like well it could be a man could be a woman um but it was more that i wanted like you know what my name on my book why not you know i don't really care yeah in terms of of what other people's view is on oh a woman should write this or a man should write this so it's, it's interesting we share that in common um but yeah. the romance field you know aside from the whole it's dominated by women it's also a pretty tough nut to crack i mean that genre is huge but it's also oh, I agree. competitive. I I agree. I agree, and I think the the part where I excel at, um, and where I think my books excel at in excel at in this genre, is that my view is skewed in a way. Um, I write I in a way I'm writing more like the classical authors and more into the creative side um, versus the the happy um, loving stories. And I want to make it real. That's my that's my biggest thing is where I'm sitting there going like, how do I make this real? If it's not real, it people won't have any emotion. And it, yeah, some people want the happy stories, you know. And I've I've seen people who say I won't review a romance unless there's a happy ending. And I'm like, well, mm -hmm. happiness is point of view, um, you know. And so I wrote my stories more on the intellectual side, which it's a little bit harder to break into. And I've had people leave me reviews which are not reviews where they've left a comment saying this is too hard for me on another review saying this is too hard for me i can't review it <laughs> and i'm like well why did you even <laughs> write that just send me a message you have my direct message you know just email me you don't have to put that it's too hard because other people will might be turned off by it and my my book isn't really too hard to get into it's just it's a complex view on love um and it's not the happy ending that everyone, you know, the riding into the sunset together with your white knight, but it is a true love ending. You know, um, if I had to, if I had to put it into words, it's that love endures no matter what. And the, 
and this is this happened to me. I have a reading club that I that I host for some people here in Japan, and Japanese people reading my book. And last Sunday, I were reading the second book in the series, which is Kaoru in Love's Shadow. And oh, and I must say this real quickly because I know people keep get confused. In the title, it says Kaoru in Love's Shadow, and everyone that looks at it goes, eh, isn't there supposed to be an apostrophe with that S for loves? I'm sorry, there isn't, because loves is actually a subject name. It's not the ownership possessive of it. So mm-hmm. that that aside, we're reading that book, and one of the ladies, we got to a point in the book where she finally understood what was happening, and she started crying in the classroom <laughs> that we're using, because she, she goes, but this is, you know, she's not, she's not supposed to feel this way because in book one, they were so angry with my protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went through and I read some of the reviews that you have over on Amazon because I do like to yeah. look at people's reviews before they come on the show and get a feel for whether or not they need a little review love, which is something I talk about here on Back Porch Writer. Um, and yeah. every every indie author can use a little review love, your books included. Oh, yeah. uh, and I did read a little bit about that, and I, I had the same feeling that you did in that, why did you even leave that? That's not even a review. And then what was funny is you you do something that I think a lot of authors don't do and are cautioned about doing, and that is you yeah. actually responded to some of those reviews. And so I yes. went through to read those, and one of them that you responded to was the woman who said, oh, this is difficult. Um, and yeah. I, when I read her comment and then I read yours, I'm like, yeah, why did you, you – it was clear she hadn't read the book. So if you haven't read the yeah. book, why are you even leaving a review? You shouldn't be leaving yeah. a review if you haven't read the book. So, I mean, that was an interesting thing to read. But what made you decide that you should comment, that you should respond back to these people who leave reviews on your books? Well, one of the, one of the biggest reasons, and I call it, in my own circle of friends, I tend to call it um, the circle of fame. Um, I'll give you a really good example. There's a, TV, there's a YouTube channel called Game Grumps. Um, They play games and they make jokes. And I've been watching them for going on, uh, I would say, three years. I've been watching the show. And people send them games and they mention the people's names on the show. And they're very friendly and they talk to everybody and they talk to their people. And I sent them a a gift box from Japan because they they love Japan. And in there I included um, one of my books. I included... Um, one, of the, one of the hosts of that show said he was thinking about writing a children's book, and they love cats, so I sent them my children's book as well um, with a memo, you know, because my son wanted me to send them, send them a children's book. You know, they go, oh, they send them a book, and I wrote them a, a message saying, you know, you don't have to, but if you would be so kind, you know, we, reviews can always use, you know, indie authors can always use a little bit of extra promotion, and if, if not that, um, if you enjoy the book, please leave me a review. And... I, I, it's the feeling of a couple, if I would have done it, um, say two years ago, most likely they would have been able to put it on their show and say, look, we just got this box from Japan, from this author, and give me a little bit extra boost. But they've crossed that line into being more famous than they intended on being. So now they're more selective of what they speak about. And when you see things like that, and you know, you go to huge authors like take J.K. Rowling's. Um, and you leave a review on her on her book, she's most likely never going to see that review, and less likely leave a leave, leave a response. So there's that disconnect, 
and I don't want to have that disconnect. I want my readers, and I want people in the world to know, look, an actual human is behind this story, and I read my reviews religiously, and when I feel it's appropriate, I leave a comment, an appropriate comment. Um, when I first released Love, and actually I released it a couple of years ago, but I quickly shut it down because it was the editor that I paid for didn't do their job, and it was full of mistakes. It was, you know, typos and grammar mistakes. So it took me it took me about two years to find a good editor and get back to fixing the book completely. That's why it's released under a new cover, and people will see there's two loves on the on Amazon, but you can only buy one because the covers are different. Um, and the new cover is is completely designed by myself and it's been re-edited and it's been reformatted everything to be as best as it can be and when I first released the book it was just so full of errors someone told me look this book is full of errors um, I can't even get through it and the writing is so complex I can't even get past the first page and I responded sorry thank you very much it I will I I rushed it with the editor and I made an excuse and I went through the book again. I was like, oh my God. So that that connect that you get when you make a comment on someone's review and it, it really gives you that feedback that you need. And that's why I do it, to get that feedback and to tell people, look, I'm not just here to write my books and make money. You know, I'm building a relationship to, with my readership and if I ever past that line into the circle of fame, I still want to be able to go through my reviews religiously and and make comments where they're, they're appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing I found interesting in looking at the reviews, I don't recall reading any reviews that pointed out, hey, you're a guy writing romance. <laughs> What's up yep. with that? Have yep. you encountered that um, with um, actual readers? I've encountered that with uh, with groups I've tried to join, but with readers, actually, the 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 problems that I've come up with readers have been more about what my story is based on, and what it, what it, the subject matter actually revolves around. Because many people read it and they don't look at it as a romance when it actually is. Um, just because we've been trained to, and I, this is my my personal opinion, but we've been trained that a romance follows a certain pattern. Um, mm-hmm. boy meets girl, um, boy and girl have a falling out, boy and girl make up, and then everyone lives happily ever after. Um, I guess why. I should explain to you. Yeah, but I, but I guess I should explain to, to the audience, though. My romance book, um, the Love, the first one, uh, when I decided to write it, I didn't want to write the traditional method. Um, so you can call it experimental if you want, or you can call it... Um, visionary in <laughs> if you want to be extra kind um but it's written um the way it's written is it's the um through the man's point of view completely like you're in his head completely and you're going through this entire relationship that he's going through with this woman and everything she puts him through and everything he puts her through and everything they go through you're feeling it as he feels it um and you're you're giving away a little bit of my book here, um, the reason why you're reading this is because it's, it's his journal. And you're, instead of being just a romance novel, it's a journal of a man's love for his partner. And you're reading this 
through he, what what he experienced and how he jotted the notes down to um to express his love for the his partner because he was keeping a journal and like I don't know if you keep a journal but I used to keep a journal up until I was about 29 and just write down what I did during the day or what happened and stuff like that let my emotions flow and this is what he's doing and so you're reliving his life with him day by day event by event and how he perceives her treating him and how he loves her for it and when i say um when i say that um my my reading club ladies they hated her in the first book because um there's this whole scene where she's forcing him to eat hot dogs and the guy doesn't like hot dogs and she's forcing him to eat hot dogs with mayonnaise hot dogs with sauerkraut and just experimenting on his palate and he's just you know grinning and bearing it because he loves her so much Mhm. Well, how has your books been received by men? To be honest, I haven't gotten a lot of male readers. I've gotten 3, I think, since the book was re-released. Um the first time it was released it was released I got one. Um but since it was released I I've had 3. And one of them, if you can look at the review, one of them is actually um which I consider the most negative review that I've ever gotten, which says something along the lines of, this book is very, very well written. It's very complicated to understand. It's not for me, but if you really want a well-written book, pick up this book. <laughs> and that's, it's a three-star review, and that's you know the most negative thing that someone's ever said about my work. Um, and that's from a male perspective. The other ones, um, they actually like the story, so it's original. But most of my readership are women. And it, it's, it amazes me that many of them who are women don't actually comment on me being a male. They, they comment on the story, they comment on the structure, the characters, the original, original, originality on the point of view. So, mm-hmm. But doesn't that make you wonder then where this is coming from, this whole why are male romance authors um, rare, why are they not necessarily – they're not necessarily as welcome into some of the groups. If you're experiencing this thing of the readers, most of your readers are females. They don't seem to bring it up. I saw it in the reviews too. They don't bring up the fact that you're a man. It's coming from somewhere. Um, But it seems to be within the genre, within the author group of of people, you know, the expectations of the author, not the readers. Yeah. And that's where it is. It's um, this this whole um, inner click you know, um, where, and sorry, I needed to sit down. Um, there's this whole inner click of um, authors saying, well, this is our author group, and we're going to support each other. Wait a minute. Men don't really write romance, so we don't want men. Um, and, yeah, the, the readership, I don't think people care when they pick up a book to read. Um, if it's written by a male or a woman, uh, they care about the story and the genre that they like. Um, which affects us, but the, the stereotype that men can't write romance, I think it's more in the industry rather than outside it. And it's, um, it's just a stereotype that we, per- yeah, it's a stereotype that we perpetuate. Um, and without people like me, and I hate, to, I hate to say this because it makes me sound so arrogant, but without people like me who put our real name on, on our books, 
you know, or people like you, you know, we're never going to put this stereotype down. And we we need to basically, it's almost like standing up for our right to write the work that we want to write. And wow, that had a lot of rights in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, so. like someone asked me, Someone asked me in an interview why my my pro, my protagonist is a private investigator, and she is yeah. a kick-ass, sassy, smart, you know, don't take prisoners sort of perspe- person. And she also, yeah. as a private investigator, is not poor. She's not, which is a stereotype of the female private investigator and some of the male ones. Is they have no money; they're always looking yeah. for money. I'm like, no, she's not. She's actually really smart with money. <laughs> she's really good. Yeah. In that field. Yeah. She's got other. But that's not one of them. <laughs> Money is not. Yeah, it. yeah, um, yeah. But it's fun to find those things, you know, that you can put on their on the head. Just turn it around. And say, no, we're not going to go down that path because it's yeah, it's tried, it's true, but it's boring and trite. <laughs> so I'm not going to go that way. Yeah. And it sounds like that's what you're doing. You're you're trying to go a different no, path. It, yeah, and and that's the, that's where the, I'm taking it because um, we've all been in that relationship where it's. Re- from the from an outside perspective, it's a really bad relationship. But when you're inside it, it's actually working out for you. Uh, my protagonist, who is a woman, and even though the book's written from a male point of view, the protagonist is the woman. She's the one that's leading the story. She's the one that's doing everything and making it. Um, he his name is Robert, and he is more of an introvert, um, highly intelligent bookworm. She is more of an extrovert, um, free spirit. Um, he's broke as a, he's broke as a you know I don't want to say something bad, so he just broke. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and she 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 comes from fat, from money. You know she's her parents passed away, but she comes from money, and she's a free spirit, highly educated, um, doctorate degree. Um, and she has this house, and he, to get his book fixed, he, you know, spends his time in the library, and when they get together, like, one of the first gifts that she gives to him is a gold-gilded book of Robinson Crusoe, and it's insane the way she just showers him with books, and she knows him so well, but because he's an introvert, she also helps him break out of that shell by forcing him to do stuff, Mm-hmm. And that's how relationships are supposed supposed to work. You know, we make each other better. We push our limits. Um, we support mm-hmm. each other, and we we basically shower each other with love in our own way. And that's where people get a little bit confused because they expect it the other way around. They expect the man to be right. you know leading the relationship, and here right. no, she's leading the relationship. Jen. Tell everybody really yeah. quickly where they can well they can get your book over on Amazon. I know all your all three of your books are over on Amazon, but do you have any special promotions or anything going on right now or events? Yes, um, because of this interview, I decided to do a free book giveaway promotion, um, and I think a discounted price promotion this week um, on the twenty second. Um, Love is going to be free for one day. My urban fantasy memories, which I expect, I really hope people pick up because book two will be released in August or July. Mm -hmm. Um, The Mm -hmm. urban fantasy is amazing. It's dark. It's um, Harry Potter for adults, and I'm not talking erotica style. I'm talking Harry Potter for adults. Um, The Kaoru in Love's Shadow is actually going to be on a three-day. I think, if I remember correctly. No, Memories is on a three-day. Kaoru is going to be a one-day. Um, and their free book giveaway starting from the 22nd. 
um, because of, I was using that program, KDROI, and I th- hope I ex- said that correct, KDROI. Um, so that, yep. that forced me to move the, the days um, up one. So from the 22nd, they will be free um, for one day, and one of the books, I think it's Memories, is going to be up until the 24th free. And when I, re- when I release my second book of my fantasy series next in July or August, I will be doing a free book promotion for all the books again. Um, and I will be putting mm-hmm. those dates on my website. Um, my website is jinokubo.com, J-I-N-O-K-U-B-O.com. And there's, it's, it's, everything's usually there. Um, I've been a little bit lagging, but I've got to put up memories in, onto there. But you can usually find many things about me on there and about my books and on Amazon, you okay. can find myself there. Okay. Jen, thank you so much for being with me on Back Porch Rider. You'll have to come back. Schedule to be on in like August or something when your second Urban Fantasy, when it comes out. Go ahead and schedule so you can come on and talk about both of those since we didn't get to that today. Okay. We didn't get to memories. All right. Make sure you do that, okay. please. I, I, I'll go ahead and do that. And also, and, and also, I will be having a panel discussion on my YouTube in August as well, so I'll awesome. be I'll be sure to make a schedule. Very All good, right, very Corey, good. Thank you Keep very you much. Posted. You're welcome. Good luck. Hello. Oh, thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Be sure to check out his website, Janakobu dot com. Go over to Amazon. You heard him. He's got something going on sale on the twenty second. Check it out. Um, I did read through some of his stuff on his blog. And I didn't think it was particularly difficult to read. So go check it out. If you're into romance, read his stuff. He, it is very well written. I will tell you that. I mean, it's well put together. So Jinakubu, he is over on Amazon. Check out his books. I want to thank you so much for joining me here on Back Porch Writer, the show for writers about writers and writing. Until next time, pull up a chair, sit a spell, and write. Thanks for listening to Back Porch Writer. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe via iTunes so people just like you can find the show. If you've got comments, questions, or want to be a guest, visit BackPorchWriter.com for details. I'm your host, Corey Miller. Until next time, pull the chair, sit a spell, and write. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.